One more time, why don't we just give the Lord a hand clap of praise. He's been in this place since the doors opened. He's been here since before they were even unlocked. This is God's house. This is his dwelling place. Every time we step foot in here, there's a perfect will that God has to accomplish. And God's perfect will has been done tonight. There are, uh, there are no thoughts running through my mind tonight saying, God, you know I studied. God, you know I had prepared. You know I sought your face. There is no issue with God having his way and moving in his house. It's his church. He can do what he wants with it. I'll be honest, I was uh, very heavy uh, today, and I knew that there was a, I had a responsibility to prepare to deliver something um, to God's people. I've been asked to minister, so I have to feed God's people. But the only thing that was on my mind in preparation was Michigan. It's the only thing. And so for God to do what he did, and to give me a few minutes to speak, as Bishop said, talk about Michigan if you want to. It must just be God's will to talk a little bit about Michigan. Um, yes, sir. I don't know anything about that life yet. Um, Prophet, I think you told me that there is a difference between acknowledging and embracing your calling. And it's one thing to acknowledge that God is going to do something and he's going to send us out. But it's another thing to say, God, while I acknowledge it, I give myself wholly to what you want me to do. There is no struggle in preparing to go where God has called us to go. There is no holding back. It, I am all in. I am ready. There is an expectation. There is a longing. When I think about Michigan, when I see a map of Michigan, there is a drawing to that place, and I've never even been there in my life. I don't really know anything about it other than it's cold, and they have inferior sports teams. I don't know anything about it, but there's a part of me that cannot wait to step foot on that ground. If God doesn't open a door before June and we go sometime this summer, whenever God tells Bishop to go, I am anticipating it. I cannot wait. I have a desire in me to be there and just to see the land. And I appreciate all of the church family that has made the effort to send me a text or a picture when you yourselves have been in Michigan recently. I appreciate that. You don't know what that does for me when you say that we're spying out the land. I appreciate that. It may be small to you, but to see my church family in the place that God is calling me to, it does something to my spirit, and I am excited. (laughs) 
And Bishop, I've, I was feeling some things today. If I'm saying too much, if I'm out of line, you tell me. and I'll, I'll, I'll turn the mic off. We'll go home. You said some of it, Bishop, that everything up until this point has been preparation. And I firmly believe before we even stepped foot here, God was looking at her heart and he was looking at my heart and he gave us opportunity to answer each and every call he made to us to get us into his will. We didn't even live for God like we should. She didn't even have knowledge. I was a heathen. I knew where I should be. Yes, sir. But God allowed us to come together and he saw something in her and he knew that I would answer when he called me home. And when I presented her with truth, she wanted to break up with me and call off our engagement, but the Lord moved on her. And from that moment, she has embraced it and she has never looked back. And it doesn't matter the adversity that has come. It doesn't matter the persecution. It doesn't matter what she's had to give up. It doesn't matter how she's had to change course. It does not matter. We have made up our minds that we are going to do the will of God no matter what it takes. I'd be lying if I said that it wasn't painful to think about having to leave my home. We are both born and raised in San Antonio, Texas. Our families live here. This is our home. But there is something inside of me that says, this has been your home, but it's no longer going to be your home. Your home is going to be Michigan, because that is where I have a work for you to do. And so if I have to uproot my family, change everything I know, change my wardrobe and get some warmer clothes, then that's fine. I'll do it, because God has called us to it. It's painful. I don't, I don't want to leave you, church family, on one hand. God knows I don't want to leave this man right here. I thank God that we're going to be an extension and his hands are going to be on us and that covering is not going to leave. But always remember, church family, what you have in this man and what a blessing it is to sit in this body, under this leadership, under his covering, under his authority. No matter what he asks, no matter what he says, this is what the will of God is. Don't ever take for granted what God is doing through this man. I was thinking about it today, and we have to uproot, and we have to go. And Bishop, this is where, you know, if I'm saying too much, you tell me, but I firmly believe the reason why myself, my wife, my two boys, and our daughter that's about to be born, why we have to get up and go to a place that we do not know is because God has not found a man in Michigan that he could trust with what he wants to do.
There is nobody else already there that can do what God is calling us to do. Because if there was, he wouldn't send us to that place. He would send us somewhere else where there isn't a man. But it tells me there is nobody in Michigan that has said, God, I will do your complete and total will. And so here am I in San Antonio, Texas, and I'm saying, God, I will do your perfect will in Michigan. I do not care if there are some spiritual saws in the land of Michigan that are going to be jealous and despise what God is sending us there to do. Let the persecution come. It does not matter. Enemy, you're not going to stop what God is doing. Your voice is not magnified above the voice of the Lord. You cannot hinder God's perfect will. It will be accomplished. I say to the land of Michigan, let hope arise in the land of Michigan. Let hope arise in the land of Michigan. Let the name of Jesus be exalted in the land of Michigan. Jesus, let your perfect will be done in Michigan. I believe what God is about to do is literally going to shake the land of Michigan. I don't have any preconceived ideas of how it's going to happen. I don't know what God's going to do. I don't know how it's going to work out. I don't even know where I'm going. But it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. I know it's Michigan, and as long as I'm in the border of Michigan, God's will is going to be done. You can send me to the middle of nowhere. You can send me to the nicest city in Michigan. You can send me to the slums. It really doesn't matter. God's will will be done. Where he sends us is where he needs us, and I will submit to that. problem is that man wants to dictate where God will send them and where he can work because they want to be comfortable. If you wanted to be comfortable, you shouldn't have chosen to get in the will of God because the will of God is not always comfortable. It's not always friendly. It's not always hospitable to what you like and what you desire. The will of God is what is pleasing to God, not what is pleasing to your flesh. So if you want to be in the will of God, get ready to be a little bit uncomfortable. Get ready to be challenged. Get ready to be worked over and changed and made new because that's what it takes to stay in the will of God. You can be seated. I'm going to wrap it up here in just a minute.
the enemy will not rest and will not stop. The battle is getting harder. It's getting more intense. I am fighting things on a level that I have never faced before. The enemy is at work trying to distract me, trying to get to my family, trying to touch us in a way to get my eyes off of God. But I'm telling it, I'm telling you, enemy, that you have no authority in my home, in my family, in my mind. You cannot stop what God has ordained. You can work, you can talk, you can do whatever you think. It doesn't matter. You can bring it, but the Lord is going to have his way. And he is my defender, he is my protector, and we will not fear what your voice says. I know Bishop mentioned it, but the last few weeks have been very difficult mentally on me. When I got followed home from the bank and we were about to go purchase that uh, brand new car, I was so excited to have your entire down payment stolen out of your vehicle. That is a punch to the gut. And it has bothered me. But I want to remind the enemy that that brand new vehicle that God was blessing us with is still sitting out there. God still made a way for us to have the vehicle that he willed for us to purchase. I may have had to finance a little bit more than I thought I would to would have to. My payment might be just a little bit bigger. But my God is bigger than any work of the enemy that he tries to bring in my life. And so that vehicle is blessed. God gave it. He gave the money for the down payment. And you know what? He's still good even though it disappeared. But I want the enemy to know that we are not fearing and we are not trembling what you bring on our doorstep. Last thing. I know it's already it's already been said. And we're not going to try to to drum up anything. The Lord has had his way. But I want you to know that through the midst of this, I have had to have some conversations with the enemy by myself telling him that you have to stop. I am, uh, I, I like to think I'm a pretty nice guy. Thank you, sir. My wife didn't even amen that. <laughs> I like to think that, 
And the problem with that is you cannot be nice when it comes to your adversary. Just because sometimes you're willing to suck it up and take the high road when it comes to people in your life, when it comes to different situations, just to let things go, you cannot let it go when the enemy comes and stands on your doorstep. At some point, you got to stand up and you got to draw a line and you got to say, enemy, you can't come beyond this point. You have to stop. Your voice has to stop running. You have to stand, you have to look him in the eye, and you have to tell him where he can put it. You cannot play nice with the enemy. You cannot. So I know there's some of us in here that are pretty nice like me. But I'm telling you, you have to get to a point where you don't allow the enemy to shove you around anymore. You have to. You're a child of God. You have the power. You have the authority. You have to stand your ground. You have to push. The Lord is good. Bishop, before we close tonight, I want to give you honor, sir. Church family, we are blessed. The Lord has said it more than once. There is not another man like him. Do not sit under the sound of his voice and take for granted what God has given you in this man. First lady, we give you honor tonight. We love you. Appreciate you. Sister Hannah, we honor you. We love you. Pastora, what can we say? We thank you for your example and your obedience to God's will in your life.
Thank you, Sister Kimberly, for yielding to the Lord. Church family, would you just lift your hands with me? And if you would, would you just lift up Michigan unto the Lord for just a moment?